chapter 12 this evening. Numbers chapter 12. Chapter's a little bit shorter. I'm going to read the entire thing. Um, and I titled the message tonight, Meekness and Troubles. I, we see uh, throughout the wilderness journey that Moses deals with the people turning against him and complaining and, and wanting to go back to Egypt and saying it was better back there, you brought us out here to die. And, and uh, all the drama that they put him through. Um, and, uh, and so each one of those I know is, is shocking, it's, it's uh, hurtful to him. And as he's their leader, he, it, it grieves him to see that. I, I wonder what this betrayal did to him. And, and I wonder how much more this probably hurt. This is his family. And uh, so let's keep that in mind as we read this. And consider what Moses did and how the Lord answered. Because Moses handles this as well as you possibly could have. He, he was walking with the Lord and, uh, and so verse 1 says, And Miriam and Aaron, Aaron spake against Moses because of the Ethiopian woman which he had married. For he had married an Ethiopian woman. And they said, Hath the Lord indeed spoken only by Moses? Hath he not spoken also by us? And the Lord heard it. Now the man Moses was very meek above all the men which were upon the face of the earth. And the Lord spake suddenly unto Moses, and unto Aaron, and unto Miriam, Come out ye three unto the tabernacle of the congregation, and they three came out. And the Lord came down in the pillar of the cloud, and stood in the door of the tabernacle, and called Aaron and Miriam, and they both came forth. And he said, Hear now my words, if there be a prophet among you, I, the Lord, will make myself known unto him in a vision, and will speak unto him in a dream. My servant Moses is not so, who is faithful in all mine house. With him will I speak mouth to mouth, even apparently, and not in dark speeches. And the similitude of the Lord shall he behold. Wherefore then were ye not afraid to speak against my servant Moses? And the anger of the Lord was kindled against him, and he departed. And the cloud departed from off the tabernacle, and behold, Miriam became leprous, white as snow. And Aaron looked upon Miriam, and behold, she was leprous. And Aaron said unto Moses, Alas, my Lord, I beseech thee, lay not the sin upon us, wherein we have done foolishly, and wherein we have sinned. Let her not be as one dead, of whom the flesh is half consumed, when he cometh out of his mother's womb. And Moses cried unto the Lord, saying, Heal her now, O God, I beseech thee. And the Lord said unto Moses, If her father had but spit in her face, she should, uh, should she not be ashamed seven days? Let her be shut out from the camp seven days, and after that let her be received in again. And Miriam was shut out from the camp seven days, and the people journeyed not till Miriam was brought in again. And afterward the people removed from Hazaroth and pitched in the wilderness of Paran. Uh, I titled this Meekness in Troubles. You can call it Meekness in Trials. Uh, any of that fits. We see Moses' response. Let's have a word of prayer. Father, uh, I want to praise you for our time together tonight. We praise you, Lord, for who you are. Father, we know that, that uh, in your presence is fullness of joy. In your presence is wisdom. In your presence is peace. And Father, we thank you for your presence here tonight. Guide us. Use your word. 
Father, help us to each one uh, apply it individually. Lord, not to be looking around the room, but to be thinking about how, Lord, would you speak to me through this passage tonight. We praise you for all that's done. In Christ's holy name we pray. Amen. So Moses has his own family come against him here. Now we, we know that we've, we've seen the golden calf, we've seen different things in their past, and Moses has been disappointed. But as I said, when his brother and his sister come against him, what is this like? Now I know that we have these things happen in our lives sometimes. Those that we depend upon the most stab us in the back. Those that we trust the most fail us in some way, come against us in some way. I've watched it down through my life. I, I, I don't know that I've had it come like this in my life. I've, I've seen my father deal with those things. And I know the heartbreak that comes with it. I know the, I know the emotions that come with it. I saw those things. It's not easy. And, and, and that's not the point of this tonight. It's not, it's not that this was easy for Moses. He had, he had a difficult situation here. My, my siblings now come against me. They say, well, why don't we have the same authority that Moses has? Why can't we do what Moses does? They said, Hath the Lord indeed spoken only by Moses? In verse 2, Hath he not spoken by us also? They, they have been used by God, and now all of a sudden they're being lifted up, and, and they want the position of Moses. It's the way we are in our flesh. Our closest friends, those that we depend upon the most, can definitely hurt us the most. Aaron was a constant cause of frustration for Moses. I shouldn't say constant, but a continual maybe would be a better word. It, it happened over and over, and they're walking together. Because of Moses' lack of faith, God placed him there. But I know he didn't expect Aaron to come after him this way. Now, verse 3 is an amazing thing to me. Now, the man Moses was very meek above all men which were upon the face of the earth. That statement didn't have to be put in there. Because it doesn't flow in the story, right? It, it's, it's not about the story. It, it's about the man. They, there's something said here. God decided to put this in his word so we would see something about him. What is meekness, anyway? It, it's that power under control. It's, it's, it's being able to do something, but in love, not doing it. Moses had the authority to rebuke his brother and his sister. He had the authority to even call for their removal. He, he could have came against them. And, and the Lord is showing us here something. In Moses' position, he was the meekest man that ever walked the face of the earth. It's not an accident that verse 3 is in there. It's forced to see the character of the man. Now the story continues in verse 4. This is kind of just a blip. This is, this is a side note as you look at it. Now Moses was very meek above all the men which were upon the face of the earth. You get back into the story. Moses doesn't say a word. Moses doesn't say a word. And he didn't have to. The Lord spoke for him. And the Lord spake suddenly unto Moses, unto Aaron, unto Miriam. Come out ye three unto the tabernacle of the congregation. And they three came out. There's, there's different times in the Bible that you, that you just see the character go, big old swallow, 
big old gulp, uh-oh, I've done it. Adam in the garden, where art thou, Adam? Where, why are you hiding? And Elizabeth and I were talking about David and Nathan. When the prophet Nathan went before David, and he talks about the man stealing the lamb, and he points in his face and says, you're the man. I wonder what that felt like. Just this big old gulp, I've failed my Lord. I see, I see Aaron and Miriam here all of a sudden go, whoa, wait a second. Big old gulp. God is answering. I've, I've come against Moses. Why can't I do what Moses does? Moses stands there meekly and God says, now we're going to go have a talk. Let's, let's go out here and, and, and I will speak to the three of you. He called these, the three out. And it says in verse 4, and they three came out. And the Lord came down in the pillar of the cloud and stood at the door of the tabernacle and called Aaron and Miriam, and they both came forth. Being called to the woodshed, right? The, the, uh, the punishment is going to be given here. The, your sin has been found out. And he said, Hear now my words, if there be a prophet among you, I the, I the Lord will make myself known unto him in a vision and will speak unto him in a dream. My servant Moses is not so, who is faithful in all my house. He comes to the defense of his man. He says, listen, this is not just a mere prophet. You're, you're coming against the man that I chose to lead you. With him will I speak mouth to mouth, even apparently, and not in dark speeches. And the similitude of the Lord shall be behold. Wherefore then were you not afraid to speak against my servant Moses? He's just, the Lord took the cause. And that's what struck me in this chapter as I was reading it. It is, Moses is silent. We don't see Moses speak until the end of the chapter when Aaron speaks to him. Moses hasn't said a word. He's just obeying the Lord. Go with me to Romans chapter 12, 10 through 21. <clears throat> I don't say it was easy for him to be quiet. Moses is a man like you and I. He, he was probably fairly, fairly upset with him when it first happened. There's some emotions going on here. He, he was probably thinking, how have you done this to me? As Christians, this is our instruction. Verse 10 of chapter 12 of Romans says, Be kindly affectioned one to another with brotherly love, in honor preferring one another, not slothful in business, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord, rejoicing in hope, patient in tribulation, continuing instant in prayer, distributing to the necessity of the saints given to hospitality. Bless them which persecute you, bless and curse not. Rejoice with them that do rejoice, and weep with them that weep. Be of the same mind one toward another. Mind not high things, but condescend to men of low estate. Be not wise in your own conceits. Recompense to no man evil for evil. Provide things honest in the sight of all men. If it be possible, as much as lieth in you, live peaceably with all men. Dearly beloved, avenge not yourselves, but rather give place unto wrath. For it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, saith the Lord. Therefore, if thine enemy hunger, feed him. If he thirst, give him drink, for in doing so thou shalt heap coals of fire on his head. Be not overcome of evil, but overcome evil with good. 
Be kindly affectioned one to another, it says in verse 10. It says in verse 14, Bless them which persecute you. Bless and curse not. That blessing then is from the heart. It's truly caring for them and loving them. It's responding as Moses did in meekness. Be of the same mind one toward another. Mind not high things, but condescend them to men of low estate. Verse 18 or 17 says, Recompense to no man evil for evil. Verse 18, If it be possible, as much as lieth within you, or lieth in you, live peaceably with all men. I've thought about that verse a lot. It is possible, as much as lieth in you, live peaceably with all men. All of them. <laughs> I, don't get to, I don't get to draw the line with that. There's some that I just can't stand. There's some that I can't tolerate. There's some hurts that are worse than others. My brother came against me. I'm not going to allow that to stand. Those that I trusted the most turned their back on me. I have the right to be angry then. I have the right to react, to reta retaliate. The Bible says, live peaceably with all men. Verse 19, Dear beloved, avenge not yourselves, but rather give place unto wrath, for it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay. So we are to feed our, feed our enemy, give our enemy something to drink, overcome evil with good. Overcome evil with good. I used to read heaping coals of fire on his head as my part of vengeance. <laughs> the Lord gave me something there. I, I can't get back at him physically. I can't, but this is kind of the back door. So I can, I can, uh, I can heap coals of fire upon his head by being good to him. And it's going to make the dirt miserable. That's how I read this verse for a long time. That's still bitterness. That's still anger. That's not what this is saying. Heaping coals of fire upon his head is, is allowing him to see the love of Christ. He will be miserable in his life. As he's not, if he's not walking with God, if he doesn't know the Lord, and the Christian responds in love, he will be miserable. But it is a misery that will bring him to Christ. It's for his best. Heaping coals of fire upon his head is not vengeance. <laughs> Let's not misunderstand that verse. As I overcome evil with good, Lord willing, I'm bringing that person to Christ. They see in... They see the power of God in your life and they, they will soften their hearts. This, this thing back in Numbers was not easy for Moses. And yet he responded in the right way. He was silent and he, he said, The Lord is the judge. Let him take care of this. So God judged and it was harsh. Miriam becomes leprous, white as snow. She's unclean. You have leprosy in the camp of Israel. You had to be put outside the camp. You could not come in until the priest declared that you were clean. You went through some rituals to come back in. This was not a simple thing. This was not a light thing. God punished her harshly in front of all of the people. They saw her sin and they saw the punishment. So she's punished in that. But look at verse 11. 
And Aaron said unto Moses, Alas, my Lord, I beseech thee, lay not the sin upon us wherein we have done foolishly and wherein we have sinned. Let her not be as one dead, of whom the flesh is half consumed when he cometh out of his mother, mother's womb. He comes to, to Moses now with the right attitude. Meeting there with the Lord changed Aaron's philosophy. He's been humbled now. He's coming back to, to Moses, to the leader, and says, Listen, intercede for us. Help us. We've done wrong. Help us not to, to go and have to live with this sin. And Moses does this. And this is where you don't see him speak until verse 12. And Moses cried unto the Lord. Moses didn't say anything to Aaron. Didn't say anything to Miriam. Not that we see here. Didn't speak to them at all. Moses stopped and turned to the Lord and cried, saying, Heal her now, O God, I beseech thee. Heal her, O God, I beseech thee. The I beseech thee caught me as I read this. In the flesh, the response would be, Okay, God punished you and you deserved it. You're where you should be because you came against God. We, we like to say it this way, you made your bed, now sleep in it. Right? Isn't that how we view so many things in life? That is what that individual deserves. Stop whining. You brought this on yourself. She did the crime. She deserves the punishment. But that's not Moses' attitude. Moses' attitude is, Oh Lord, forgive her. I'm begging. I, I'm, I'm, I'm on my knees begging you, Lord to help her. The one that came against me. I see your punishment and I see that it's, that it's painful in his heart and I, I ask, Lord, that you have mercy on her. So what do we see in Moses? We see forgiveness. Not only did Moses stand through this time and not go against them or rail against them or respond in anger of any way, we see forgiveness in, in him. Now, as Christians... We are to be the same way. Matthew chapter 18. Matthew chapter 18 speaks of forgiveness. <coughs> 21 and 22. Interesting question. Peter's talking to the Lord. I'm sure you're familiar with this passage, but it's... Then came Peter to him and said, Lord... How oft shall my brother sin against me and I forgive him? Till seven times? I heard a lot of preachers say, well, he thought he was really doing something now. I'm going to forgive him seven times. That's probably the way we would think. Uh, I, I can go up to seven times. I, I can forgive him that. See how spiritual I am. And Jesus saith unto him, I say not unto thee until seven times, but until seventy times seven. Now, Really, that means infinite. I know the math doesn't equal infinite, but that's what Jesus is telling them. I cannot at any point say, I do not forgive you. Who forgave me? All my trespasses. He, he forgives me every day of my life as I go back to Him. He's faithful and just to do so. It means every single time He forgives me. Wipes the slate clean as if the sin had never been there. Removes it as far as the east is from the west. Never to be held against me again. He doesn't remember my sin. 
So Peter says, I can forgive my brother seven times. I, I, can, I can look past seven things. And Jesus says, no. Every single time. Every time. I am to forgive them. It doesn't, and we don't see a, a caveat there of what the offense is. <laughs> it doesn't say if it's a minor thing, it's okay. If it's something big, you cannot forgive him. There's, there's many things that are difficult to forgive, but the Bible says every single time. Matthew chapter 6, verse 14 and 15 says, If ye forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if ye forgive not men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. The Bible says, and I mentioned it this morning, If I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. If I have anger, or if I have not forgiven someone, the Lord will not hear me because there's sin in my life. If I forgive men their trespasses, the Heavenly Father will forgive me mine. His command is every single time, forgive. Every time. No matter the offense. Now Moses intercedes for her. And we see that God says she's still going to face some punishment for her sin. Moses cried unto the Lord and beseeched the Lord and had the right attitude. And the Lord said, listen, there is right and there is wrong. And she has to bear the consequences of her sin. Now, she didn't bear the full consequences of her sin, but she was without the camp for seven days. Everybody in Israel knew why they were staying right where they were staying. Imagine the shame that she endured for seven days as the people sat in one place and waited for, her, for God to say she can come back in and we can move on. Her sin was very, her punishment was very public. Sometimes that is the way our sin is handled. There is always consequences of our actions. Every, I, I know you know Romans 6.23 but the wages of sin there is wages for sin we don't get away with any of it Christian we're not, it's not okay if I didn't feel any punishment yesterday I feel like I've gotten away with it I can keep going there will come consequences the Bible says that he sees everything we do every thought that we have He's recorded every action I've ever done. Every word that I've ever spoken, and I'm going to give an account for it someday. I think about the Lord telling uh, Moses, Miriam, and Aaron, uh, we're going to go have a talk. And they're sitting there like, oh man. <laughs> I'm shaking knees, scared half to death. What's it going to be like if I'm living in sin and the Lord calls me home? I know I can't lose my salvation. But I can lose that fellowship, and when I stand before him, it's going, to be, it's going to be worse. There's always consequences for sin. It always leaves a mark. The wages of sin, Romans says, is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Christian, we can respond like Moses. We really can. The world, the world tries to tell us that we can't do these things. Psychology tries to tell us that. That, that our... That our Surroundings shape our responses every time. Well, that's hogwash. The Bible says, if I'm walking in the light, as he is in the light, I have fellowship with him, 
have fellowship with others, and I will answer as Moses did. I will suffer myself to be defrauded. I can, I can take the offense and love the offender. Let's let God deal with the problems and forgive those who have wronged, wronged us. Let's let God take control every single time. He will call the sinner to account. He will call the sinner to account. Let's pray. Father, thank you. Once again for your word, thank you for our short time together tonight. I ask that you would bless it, that you would use your word. Father, that we would be uh, forgiving, that we would be loving and kind. And Lord, that uh, your spirit would shine through us. Lord, that the world around us would see our good works and glorify you. Lord, give us strength to do that, knowing that in our own flesh dwelleth no good thing. I, I have no ability to answer properly. I have no ability to show love or compassion to forgive, Lord, outside of your spirit. Lord, help us to walk with you this week, to be strong in you. In Christ's name we pray, amen. All right, well, Daniel, come here.